Hello, I'm Billy Kennedy, and you are very welcome to the Spotless Podcast. Today, I am joined by Manisha Patel to talk about project management, and in particular how that applies to user experience and service design projects. As always, we are now on iTunes and many other podcast services, so please do like and subscribe, we really do appreciate it. And with that, I'm with the show. All right, Manisha, welcome to the, the podcast studio. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Very good to have you have you in this week. Thank you. I know you were kind of, um, you came in here, you were shocked by the, the radio uh, studio we got set I up I was, there. I was, especially looking at my mic right now. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a little ni- bit strange. Nice and red. Yes, it's like, as you said, it's like a red, red nose day in here. It is, it is. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, you're, I think, the second person to try out the new setup, so. Okay. Should be good. Um, Okay, so as I said, you are here to talk to us about um, project management in, in UX and service design, but it might be good just for the listener's benefit to get some background about you um, and how you kind of ended up at Spotless and that kind of thing. So um, we'd like to talk to us about that. Okay, so um, I'm the project manager here at Spotless. Um, so how did I get into Spotless? Well, I really fell into it, really. Mm-hmm. I've been doing project management for about five years now. And I've worked in different types of industries, such as mobile, aerospace, um, and decided to actually try something new. Mm -hmm. So um, I actually got into user experience a few years ago. So I've worked with a few competitors. Mm -hmm. And now I am here at Spotless. Excellent. Fantastic. And yeah, you've been here two years? I've been, yeah, it will be two years in July. Yeah, so it's gone very quickly. Yep, it has. Um, so just, yeah, you, well, you were our first um, ever dedicated project manager yep. um, in Spotless as well. So it was a bit, it was a bit strange. Um, I'm not going to say it was strange you coming on board, but it was, it was a change for everyone involved. Yeah. Because um, we used to, I think, probably not very successfully try to manage our own projects yep. and our own time. And Ben would often be like <laughs> on a spreadsheet trying to figure out who was working when. Yeah. So um, I think you can remember when you came in here, it was all probably a little bit um, yeah, disjointed. Yeah, everything. Everything was everywhere, but I'm yep. glad I've actually been able to come in and put some processes in place, mm-hmm. um, use a few tools, um, and just get you guys used to what project management is all about and actually using this in your projects. Timesheets on the Friday. Yes, <laughs> that is very important. Very important. Actually, I think my alarm is going to go off for that during the podcast. I've got like a three o'clock. Well, you better run out of the room and quickly do your yeah. timesheets then. Yeah, I should. I should do, yeah. Um, okay, excellent. Yeah, so if you were to kind of describe project management to someone, um, you know, what, what is project management? Why is it needed? Things like that. Um, well, I guess I would sum up project management as a process that we require to actually get a project delivered. Uh, it's an approach we use to plan and to guide a project to completion. Why do we need it? Um, I guess we need a project manager to ensure that we get the planning of the project just right and Mm -hmm. have the correct resources and the skills to actually get the project delivered to the client's timelines, which is really important. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I guess, yeah, it's really common for us to get projects in with like a really specific end date, Yeah. but not much else that we know about. Yes. So there's a, there's a lot of challenges there. Um, like we always try and keep, I guess, dedicated teams for certain clients. Yes. Um, And that's kind of, kind of important for us as a small agency that, people get the same people all the time and so forth um but to be able to do that with the amount of work we have coming in is always 
bit of a juggling act. Yeah, so. it's, it is always challenging, especially when you don't actually have a start date yes, to work yeah. with. Um, yeah. yeah, so you're just waiting for the client to come back to you. Mm. Um, when's a good time to start? They might have some dates in mind. Yep. They may not even have any dates in mind. Um, so you're just trying to juggle the resources that you've got yeah. with the right skills to actually get them on client projects. It's exactly, and it's, it's something that, like, um, it's not even really anyone's fault. It's like the, the client may not have start dates because they might be waiting on things on their side yep. to line up. Yeah. Um, or they may think that, well, we should suggest some start dates yep. or whatever it is. So there's always kind of, like, little, little bits and pieces like that to do. And, of course, now that we have our own lab facilities, well, you have to organise that there's like they're free on certain dates that we can use them and so forth. So. Yeah, I guess that's the bonus that we actually have our own labs here. Yeah. So it's just great that I'm able to view the calendar and get some provisional bookings booked in um, and just, yeah, make sure that the client's got a nice wide range of dates r yeah. rather than me going to find an external lab provider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I guess when it comes to any kind of techniques that you use for project management mm -hmm. um, what would be some of the main ones that you kind of use um, so at the moment I'm using a tool called two fa uh, sorry I was going to say 2,000 feet but 10,000 feet it's a bit lower <laughs> yeah um, so it's called 10,000 feet where I'm able to allocate work to the whole company mm -hmm. so um, the team are actually aware of the projects that they're working on and any future projects which may be coming in I use a couple of tools to actually get my projects mapped out depending on how long the project will be. Mm -hmm. So I can use a simple Excel sheet for a smaller project or Microsoft project for a really big project, which yeah. might be lasting, I don't know, between one to three months yeah. or six yeah, yeah. months. Um, I also hold a daily stand-ups called Scrum every morning, mm -hmm. um, which gets everybody involved at 9.30. And it's great for the wider team to actually know what everybody's working on. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, and to actually get some ideas bouncing around or mm. if some people need some help with their work, yep. you know, they're able to actually open this out to the wider team. And some people can say, oh, I can help you with this mm -hmm. or you know, let's have a chat later on and let's draft up some ideas together. So it's really nice that we we all actually get together. It is. Um, it's, it's really, really useful. Um, and especially when it comes to, like, skill sharing or yeah. um, if someone happens to have a few hours free in a day, if they want, like, we often, like, pass documents around to get reviewed yeah. for spelling. Um, just, like, simple things that you would miss yourself, yeah. potentially. We didn't do that, so... Especially so. when you're... Um, working in small gr groups of teams and mm. you've got a, a large project which may last, I don't know, four weeks as an example mm -hmm. and you're with the same people. So it's just nice to yeah. actually, you know, take 10 minutes here just to have a chat with somebody else Meet about the their the project. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, fantastic. Um, so just to go into a couple of those tools just to get your opinion on s some of them. Um, how, so how long have we, have we been using 10,000 feet now? Do you remember? Um, I think... Uh, we've been using 10,000 feet for about three years now. Have so uh, you were using the tool just before I joined. Ah. But it wasn't being used very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess because you didn't have a project manager. Well, that's probably it, Manisha. Yeah, yeah that is why. Um, so, yeah, so 10,000 feet um, is great. Um, you know, it 
um, allows you to get a clear view of the availability of all the Spotless team, yeah. which makes it easier to resource. Um, it's great that I'm able to see the team um, that are working, um, that are on annual leave or working on internal work. Yeah. I think one of the disadvantages is when you've actually resourced a really big project mm -hmm. and the timeline changes due to, I don't know, maybe the client can't do a specific date or right. yeah. one of the team needs annual leave urgently. Uh, it can be quite time-consuming to actually get everything changed again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there isn't one click of a button where you can just automatically move shift Move everything things. in a project, yeah. You've got to go into each individual day and move things right. across. So I think that's that's one of my yeah. disadvantages. I can see that being really, really time-consuming. Uh, yes, it is. Cause, yeah, so just, um, it's probably not great podcasting, but... But I'll try and, try and describe the tool because I guess a lot of people wouldn't be familiar with it. Yeah. Um, so what I see when I go into 10,000 feet is I see my week, basically. Yes. It's pre-populated because you've... Uh, I've put some work put in. You've put it on my work in. Yeah. Um, and usually I can just hit confirm on every day and that's, that's all my hours put yes, in. Yes, correct. Or just, I can add a few or change a few, whatever it might be. Um, so that's my normal week view. And then if you go to the schedule, that's mm -hmm. where you see a full timeline of like the whole year. Yeah. Um, almost a bit like a Gantt chart, but it's kind of... Yeah, it's colour-coded. Yeah. So um, blue means that the projects are confirmed. Yeah. You've got grey, you've got the grey colour, which means they're still tentative. Yeah. Um, so the tentative ones normally move. Hmm. I'm just trying to figure out who's going to be the right person yeah. for the project. Sure. Um, and if the dates are going to fit in with the client. So it's normally the grey colours that tend to move around. move around quite a bit on the schedule. Yeah. It's probably something just, it's, I think that it's a tool that's very much still in development. So maybe it's just something they need to think about going forward. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're always bringing in new changes. Yeah. Um, but they're very small. So you might have a change every six months or so. Right. Um, so I'm trying to use those changes when I can. But even then, it's... It's quite hard to actually work out what does this actually mean yeah, and yeah. how is it going to make my life easier. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I remember when we brought 10,000 feet in, there was like, I wouldn't say there was like a back, backlash, but a lot of people were kind of tentative or afraid about it. Yeah. Um, because we had never done timesheets to that point. Yeah. And I think there was like a fear that... Um, People might not look as busy on paper as they actually are, or mm -hmm. you know, they, or you know, they might realize that they're doing five hours a week more than they should be doing it. You know, yeah. it, just, it just wasn't something that was, um, I'd say, welcome with open, open arms. But actually, there's never been an issue with that. I don't think any like, I, I certainly, I certainly never had to look at a week and say, well. That looks a bit light. You've light. got nothing to do. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're not doing project work, you've always got yeah. internal work to do. There's always stuff going on. So the, you're always going to be utilised in doing work. So there's not going to be a day where you're just sitting around exactly. and not doing anything. Yeah, so yeah. I'll make sure I'm that you're doing some on the job. work. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we've talked about 10,000 feet. Um, we've talked about Scrum, yep. I think. Um Oh, that's another thing, actually, is that we do, we do, we all do the daily stand-up together, which is yeah. like we're talking about what projects are on, who's doing what. Mm -hmm. um, but I know some of the other smaller projects have like their own individual scrum as well. Yeah. Um, have you ever been involved in, th in those ones? Um, yes, I have. But it's exactly the same. It's mm. um, 
I don't think it's uh, more like a scrum. It's just a daily catch-up. Okay. Just to say, oh, what has this team been working on? What have they been working on? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great just to find out what the guys have done the day before and what they're going to be working on today, yeah. especially when it is a longer project. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, if there's any risks or any issues, we can get them flagged up rather than um, using the scrum time and... Uh, taking that up in the morning with everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like something we borrowed from Agile projects. Yeah. Um, and we do we do run like lots of Agile projects, but it's, our own Scrum is not like true Scrum. It's really just kind of a catch-up. Yes, it is, um, yeah. Which is anything else, but yeah, it's good. Okay, so moving on then to, I guess, some specific challenges around project management when it comes to user experience and service design. Um, what would you think are some of the kind of specific challenges around that then? Um, I think some of the challenges are when lots of projects land at the same time Mm -hmm. and I've got to make sure that the projects actually get delivered. Yeah. So I think one of them is um, if there's a couple of clients that want the same dates Uh uh, for user testing as an example. Sure. um, And I may not have the labs available for the dates that they want. Mm -hmm. So I try and give um, different types of dates. Yeah that could potentially work for them. Also, consultants is another big part uh, that play into this. Some clients actually want a specific resource person that they've worked on in the past. Yeah, yeah. And they could be working on another project. So Mm. what I try to do is I try to uh, do my best to actually try and get that person Mm. that the client actually wants to actually work on that project. So I try moving things around in the schedule to actually make sure that I can actually deliver what the client yeah, wants. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I think it's, it, like, it's obviously a challenge um, because and I think it's, it's maybe not as always as obvious as it, as it could be to clients when they come in, mm-hmm. but we, you know, we have to work every day to, <laughs> to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, so very often the exact person they want isn't available for the exact date that they want. Yeah. But what I think we are good at doing is giving options to them. Yeah, um, we are. And saying kind of like, okay, if you want John or Kayla or, or, or Tom or whoever it might be, mm-hmm. um, he can't do the 15th, but he can do the 18th instead. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, giving some options around that, basically. Um, or indeed, if, if the dates are completely can't be moved, um, you might t- talk uh, about like a similar type of consultant or someone with similar skills. Yes, So yeah. if someone wanted Tom specifically, you could say, well, Richie has a very similar set, set of skills, similar background. Any interest? Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, there's lots of little bits and pieces we we always have to kind of do to 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 keep things rolling along. Yeah. Um, I guess another challenge is um, everyone uh, wants to actually work on a service design piece as yeah. well um, that lands, and sometimes um, I've got to make the difficult decision. Um, as to who's going to actually be working on that and that's purely related to skill set and availability sometimes and some clients with the service design project um, they want to start straight away Mm -hmm. Um, yes unfortunately I've got to be the bearer of bad news sometimes yeah (laughs) (laughs) no it's really it's 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 a really tough part of the job I think because um, like as I think I said 90% of work we get in is you know, relatively straightforward or 
not straightforward, but bread and butter for us. So kind of yep. user testing, user research, mm-hmm. um, some design work, um, whatever it might be, various different things. Yeah. Um, but obviously, when some, when the kind of the bigger, sexier projects come in, like service design projects, yeah, everyone wants to be on it. So they it's, do. It's, they it's do. tough. You have to kind of. It is tough. Yeah. Um, and I guess those those service design teams, you can you're not going to have multiple people with the same skill sets. No, you're on not. Them, you tend to have kind of one or two researchers, one or two designers in their lead. Yes. And you know um, maybe some extra people here and there where they're needed, but not certainly not five researchers or no. <laughs> whatever it might be. No. Okay, excellent, great. Um, okay, well it's it's. We're getting through it quite quickly, which is which is good. Oh, um, good. But I think the final question directly about kind of project management mm-hmm. um, is: Do you see anything changing about the way we do this kind of thing in the future going forward? Oh, um, I think there could be some changes coming up in the future once we actually start expanding mm-hmm. and spotless and start recruiting, you know, for more researchers and service designers. So at the moment, there's only me. Mm-hmm. Which is um, the project manager? We have cl- we have three uh, client directors now, uh, who are you know always winning work and <laughs> yeah. you know letting me know that I need to start resourcing some projects and getting some project teams together. So I think maybe in the future we might have a new tool that can mm-hmm. you know that might actually replace ten thousand feet. Okay. That could make my life a little bit easier <laughs> and faster. Um, and you never know, there could be a new mini-me. I might have a, another, you know, project manager that might be able yeah, to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, this is most probably all future talk. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, may, maybe getting a new tool in yeah. the future. Yeah, I think from what you've said, from what I've heard previously, yeah. um, like a lot of time is spent in, in like 10,000 feet, yeah. just trying to move things around and so forth. Yeah. So. Um, maybe there is, yeah. Even if it was, even if there's just a way of getting a quicker, long-term picture or something. Yes, yeah. Um, that might make things a bit easier. Maybe because I know um, you mentioned already a lot of the stuff you move around is like tentative projects. Yes, yeah. So yeah, if there was a tool where you could just like plop in a two-e period, yeah. and move that around without having to put in every detail. Yeah, you've got to put in every detail. Yeah. So that's that's one thing that can be quite time-consuming. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can I can only imagine because yeah, because we've got. Um, Andy and Ben, and now Danny started in yep. um, client services. Yeah. So um, it's, it's a good problem to have. It is. L- but lots of work coming in, but. Loads of work coming in, but they all want my time. Yeah, you're, they you're all highly want in demand. My time. Yeah, so I've got to start booking in some, um, <laughs> you know, meetings in the, in the diary, and hopefully they all stick to the meeting schedule I, rather than them asking me questions. <laughs> Can you do this? Can you do that? How about this? Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it's, um, you know, managing my time yeah. most yeah. effectively because I've got three people it's uh, a funny that one need my time. Everyone thinks of you as the person managing their time. Exactly. But, you know, you, your, your time is valuable as well. Yeah. And if it gets taken up by lots of little unexpected things, that's not... Yeah. Not going to be great for you. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, I think it's 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 been going well so far. So yeah, well, um, thank you. Fingers crossed. <laughs> going <laughs> forward, you're you're away for a while um, soon. Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, I'll be going on maternity leave soon. Mm, congratulations. Thank you. Um, I don't know what it's going to be, so I'm just going to wait on the day. Yeah. So um, I'm hopefully thinking of going off in mid June. Mm-hmm. Um. 
And, you know, hopefully you guys can manage your own projects. You won't have a project manager. <laughs> I think the, the panic is setting in already. You know, I think we'll, we'll, we'll get by. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure we'll get a project manager soon to actually step into my shoes. You've put us all into relatively good habits in your time here anyway, so... Well, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. That is a, you know... So it might be a case that we can kind of get by... For a little while, and then Maybe slowly start, while, yeah. start falling apart. But no, I know, th- I know that the the word has gone out that we're we're looking for someone to come in for a, on a temporary basis. Yes, yeah, just to com- to cover my maternity role. Yeah, not to actually. Let's, let's make that really clear. Yeah, to cover <laughs> my maternity role, I will be back. <laughs> well, if anyone is a uh, project management background listening, they might they might get in touch. Yeah, so that would yeah. be good to, to do as well. Uh, okay, well that's that's the first part of the podcast over and done with there's a second part um so we're just going to have a quick chat about some news stories that you caught your attention this week oh okay um now this week is i went i actually went looking for some news and it's i found it a really light news for a week or news for a week week for news yeah um so i don't think we have much to chat about this week but no, might be a couple of ones in there um i can talk about one yeah that i read about um and that is um, actually to do with India's railway station okay. in India. They're actually, um, they've introduced Wi-Fi, which is brilliant at the railway station. And this is in which, which? Jaipur. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is great for um, people that have their little kiosks mm-hmm. that sell cups of tea and coffee. Cup of tea. Cup of tea, yep. Um, or even like little, you know, snacks before people actually get onto the trains. Right. Yeah. So a lot of these smaller businesses, what they found is some people don't actually carry a lot of rupees on them. Mm. And they might just have a credit card, as an example. Like a contactless one. Or contactless yeah. one. Yeah, that's it. So they can just use their contactless card yeah. at the kiosk, um, which has then meant that business is booming for these little kiosks because they're getting more people through the door to um, actually buy a cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's great for them. It's great for the people, um, like business working people that are catching the train. Uh, You know, they can read the news, they can catch up on their work emails. And you were saying to me earlier that it's just just really uncommon to have Wi-Fi yeah. Um, in made like in cities in, in India. Yeah, it's really uncommon um, unless you know you go to a restaurant as an example, right. or you go to the bank to right. deposit some money, and you say, "Oh, can I have your Wi-Fi password?" Oh, yeah. um, because you know, owning a mobile phone is expensive. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people turn off their internet once yeah. they, um, you know, get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it, it's great that, you know, India's developing. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me a bit of actually, um, so with, with speaking of contactless, the, mm-hmm. I only found this out recently, but the prices for doing a transaction on contactless are way less than the charges for doing like a normal credit card oh, really? or debit card transaction. Um, I think it could be like less than a cent or something like that. Okay. It's really, really low. Um, and the reason they're doing that is because they want more and more people to be to not even think about it, just just do it, do contactless. Oh, okay. And they want more and more shops to have that available as well. So lo- lots of shops don't have, well, not lots, but a certain number of shops just don't have credit card mm-hmm. machines because they don't want to pay the charges or they'll be yeah. like £5 minimum, £10 minimum yeah. to do it. So they, they want to get rid of all that, basically. Yeah. Um, and it, it reminds me of that. I think like I could easily see companies rolling out free Wi-Fi 
um, in areas like mm-hmm. in, in India if it meant that more people could spend money more easily. Exactly, yeah. So it, it, it might be something we see going forward. Yeah. Well, I hope so. In that way, yeah. 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 Excellent. Um, and did you have one more? Oh, I do one? actually have one more. So um, uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. So um, their Facebook Messenger, um, they've actually added like Snapchat features. Oh, yeah. I think it's all this. Yeah. So it's great. I mean, you know, when you're sending a message on Messenger where mm-hmm. you might, I don't know, send a smiley face or a high fi um, I guess now they're just trying to improve the communication, right? And so that you you can you know you can make pictures all pretty. Yeah, there's lots lots of new filters on there and stuff. Yeah, isn't I it? Mean, yeah. it it's great. Yeah, I saw yeah. like a like a Van a Van Gogh filter where it, look, it all looks like painted. Oh, is it? So I don't know. I don't know if that's part of this part of that or what. But yeah, yeah, it's. I think it's exactly like Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I can't wait to use it. I can't even remember do. Do Facebook own Snapchats? No, I don't think they do. I can't remember offhand. They, no. it, 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 it's one of those things, but they all like all those companies got bought up by different ones. And yeah, I think they tried to. Hard to remember. Yeah. I'm not sure. Can't remember. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't matter too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Excellent. Well, as I said, it, it's a, a bit of a slow week for news, um, mm-hmm. and it's also it's a slow week for news. It's a busy week for us. We're all we're, we've all. Um, got lots of stuff to do before the before the weekend, um, so it's a shorter episode than normal. But I think we're just going to leave it there, Manisha. If that's okay. Brilliant. Excellent. It was a real pleasure having you on. Thank you for inviting me. No worries. Yeah, yeah. And um, we'll hopefully have you on again in maybe a couple of months. Um, okay. We, we do like a second round. With, yeah, sure. With everyone, I've got uh, Marianne booked in for hers. Ben booked in for his. Oh, nice. Over the next few weeks, so um, we'll get to that. Um, okay, and to to the listener, thanks again for uh, listening listening all the way through um, and if you haven't already subscribe to us on itunes or whatever podcast service you use um, we really would appreciate if you do that and we'll see you again soon